Welcome to Angel Show Reviews and Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Norman Sanzo, and joining me today is Silver Quill. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. That's, a, that's an old song or a new song? That's an old song. It's a good song, though. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Also joining us today is Totera. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Why do people... Well, it's not really Halloween. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? It's not even Christmas, too. <laughs> I, mean, I know some people, though, they're still talking about how they're excited for Halloween, even though we're not even close to it. <laughs> how are we going to trick-or-treat with social distancing? You just put all the candy on a pole, please, and we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> no, you... Yeah, but then someone could just easily take the whole bag or the bowl or whatever it is. You develop a witch system to lower the bag down and then raise it out of reach once again. But Silver, <laughs> didn't you guys recently had Easter and that involves giving out candy? Well, that one, it's 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 eggs. You're on the egg hunt, but it doesn't really involve giving out candy. True, true. And I- I'm guessing that this year's Halloween, if the whole COVID-19 thing still is going on, uh, people are forced to give out wrapped candies instead of loose ones. So there's going to be mini sneakers, mini Mars, mini so on, and so on and so on. Ooh, M&Ms, that's going to be fun. But anywho, in today's episode review, we are going to review the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic comic book issue number 71. In this issue, Twilight Sparkles, School of Friendship student experienced Nightmare Night in Ponyville for the first time. Yay! So, gonna be straight out honest with you guys. The comic was published on October 3rd, 2018. And we didn't really got the time nor... Well, let's just say that we goof on timing. I don't know if it's a goof. I mean, eh, it just is what it is. Don't beat yourself up is what I'm saying. Uh, True, 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 true. But I just have to say that timing aside, we, we had a lot of other things that we need to deal with. And... With the pandemic that's going on, it's scary, right? So it fits. Kind of. <laughs> it is. We dream of a bygone age where we could go outside. Yes, where everything can hurt you. <laughs> so there's no difference, right? Treating it like an apocalypse. Well, that's why I keep saying we'll get reverse zombies. They they want to keep the social distancing, so they lurch away from you. Ah, <laughs> ah, six feet. Six feet. <laughs> But anywho, anywho, Um, before we start the review, first impressions are in order. And Silver, what do you think? Well, it's fun to see the student six in the comics there, though. This, I think, was only a taste before we got Feats of Friendship, which was an even better showing. It is done by my favorite IDW artist, Andy Price. Or perhaps I should just say favorite comic artist. He does lots of stuff. At the same time, it ties into a critique that has had has permeated all of the uh, student stories. The main six are not good teachers. In fact, it seems like to show the student six being their best, the main six have to be at their worst. And after a while, you just get tired of that. You're like, why are these characters teachers if they keep screwing up this badly? That has been a motive for the students. But anywho, Tara, what do you think? I really like this comment. I mean... I wouldn't say it's bad because pretty much what Silver said, it's like the student six are the smart ones here. And the teachers, I mean, the teachers, the main six, they've been through so much stuff. And yet somehow here they just mess up and I don't know how they could do that. 
but they have a good lesson in the end, which makes up for it. And as you scroll through the pages, uh, you, they have like a lot of little hidden Easter eggs and they got stuff hit uh, around the borders of the comics. And it was a very enjoyable one. Yep, yep. I agree, I agree. And well, as for me, I enjoy this comic. Um, It's a one shot, by the way. So there's a lot of fun. And when while rereading this and looking at the team, it just hit me that, oh God, we should have done this in Halloween, but we missed the chance. So, yep, <laughs> Corona time, whatever it is. But, you know, honestly, I do like the comic. The lesson here is awesome too. And the art by Andy Price, magnifico. So, yay, nothing more to add. Anywho, uh, if you guys have not read this comic yet, go check it out. It is a lot of fun. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us and let's dive right into it. So, we start off the comic with the student six getting ready for Nightmare Nights in Ponyville. And they're waiting up on Silverstream. And Silverstream pops in and couldn't decide what to wear, so she wore everything. That is a concept that is pretty cool. So, let, let's break down. She is an astronaut, Batman, mummy, skeleton, vampire thingy. I don't know. Probably. She, Batman doesn't need to wear a space suit because he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, uh, once Silverstream comes in and they head out for Halloween and they are greeted to some awesome sights in Ponyville. And I'm going to pause here. I know we're just two pages in, but I just have to pause here. And guys, uh, if you see something pointed out, because I see the three stooges here. I see Kevin and Hobbs. I see Elvis Presley. And I got no idea who Luna's being. So to me, this is just awesome. What do you guys see? Let's see here. Well, they have uh, Captain America at the candy store, uh, stand. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm just doing a search. Luna's shirt says "Runaway." Yeah. Got any idea who? So, the well, prop maybe the Runaways. No, that's an all female band. But Luna's female. It, she is, but that, but for some reason, I get the feeling that she's referencing a male rock star. Mm. Maybe someone from Kiss. I'm not sure. I will have to double check. But, but the reference is quite wonderful. Yeah. A lot of references. Even the Charlie Brown Halloween special with the witch mask. And, of course, we were just last podcast talking about Trixie and Sunset and Starlight. And now all three are together. Yeah, and the witch calling them idiots. <laughs> After she's the one who made such a mess of the last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the Doctor Who phone booth behind them? Wait, really? I mean, it looks like, kind of looks like it to me. Which but one? It's just Where? more scary looking behind oh. Trixie and Sunset. Nah, it's, it's not that. <laughs> Almost looks like it. Yeah. And also we see Owlicious dressing as Batman. The Adam West version. I feel like we're here. playing uh, Find uh, Where's Waldo. I know. This is fun. This is, Oh, we also see Owlicious, no, um, Tiberius dressing up as, I'm going to say Elton John. <laughs> yep. So this is a lot of fun. Yay. <laughs> and it continues as this is a two-page spread. I mean, Daring Do is actually getting scared by a mummy. Cadence is a witch. Oh, yeah. And you got Jack Skellington on the statue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I wonder who's dressed up as Optimus Prime 
Oh, that's Doctor Who's. That's it. I'm yeah, most like. Yeah, I'm just guessing. Well, but... they better be careful though, because they're on Elm Street. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although maybe the maybe the funniest part is Lyra's Princess Leia costume with an actual donut. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> Leia, really. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, yeah, I think it is because it's Star Trek theme. Well, it's sci-fi themed because of Bon Bon Star Trek outfit. Mm. And then I was like, why does she have a donut? Oh, I get it now. Maybe it should have been a cinnamon bun. Yeah. But you <laughs> know, uh, I, I see Miss Opportunity for Lyra to be wearing Star Trek because if she was Star Trek, she would be a green female character in a Star Trek movie. <laughs> oh, I think I just figured it out. Aluna is meant to be Bon Jovi. Oh, really? No. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Uh, okay, okay, okay. He's got the hair for it, and he's got the leather jacket, and one of his albums was called Runaway. Uh-huh. Ha! I cracked the code! Yay! <laughs> and also at the same time, too, uh, like Tara mentioned, the borders. The, the borders are fun. This is rare, but um, the bottom panel, we get to see what? Eat at Joe's. And the other one's saying Andy Price. <laughs> and I think what? That's a Andy Price spider? Most like. Let's see here. Wait, I don't yet see the Andy Price spider. Yeah, where's the Andy Price spider? It's on the second... Oh, on, it's... I see it. Yeah, it's on the second spread. It's where the shadowy figure comes in and talks to Gallus. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, but anywho... Uh, let's carry on, let's carry on. Well, I just want to point out one more thing. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to feel silly for this, but when I first saw Cadence in the witch outfit, I'm not going to lie, I thought that was Mary Sue. <laughs> I've got the best costume ever. Well, well, technically, Tara, there's no difference between Cadence and Mary Sue. (laughs) Norman. Harsh is the Norman. (laughs) I was going to say, it's like, are you sure you want to say that? (laughs) Sick burn, sick burn. (laughs) Anywho, uh, carrying on. So the ponies, the students, are very excited to be in this scenario here. Uh, Yona just mentions there's a lot of uh, candy costumes, tricks, and games. Vincent here just says, "Oh yes, uh, this we as us ponies can really throw a party if we really want to, yay!" And Smolder just comments about Ocellus being a changeling and feels like, "Hey, this is like home, right? You you wear costumes and whatnot." And Ocellus just transforms into a clown. Oh god, she's scary. Clown! Clown! <laughs> she is scary. But eh, scary. But anywho, uh, Gallus is assaulted, not really assaulted, but surprised by a shadowy figure and points out that there's a adventure waiting for them at the house of the no, castle of the two sisters. So you might want to go there and have fun. Ooh. So, Gallus just says, yeah, we'll try and go there. We'll try and go there. And Ocellus just goes up to Gallus asking, who was that strange pony? And Gallus, being the snark that he is, says that, oh yeah, that's just principal. Uh, princip- principal? How does she... That was principal Twilight. Wow. There's a, dis- sorry, there's a difference between the comic and episode where uh, in the show they call Twilight Hitmare Twilight and over here she just called Principal Twilight 
really throwing me off. <laughs> I know it's it's the principle, dang it. Ah, <laughs> but anyway, um, again, let's just say it was just Hitmare Twilight, um, asking us just to go to the castle for some secret friendship lesson. So they go to the castle of the two sisters, and when they go, they reminisce about the place, how they haven't been here in a long time, and probably it's just some seedy tricks. And when Gallus opened the door, he's assaulted by a scary figure wearing a cloak. And oh god, no. Uh, it scares the bejesus out of him. And just to point out, the border on the comic, it shows a snake gobbling up Fluttershy. And Fluttershy is liking it. Oh god, no. Mm. Oh no. There's deviants of this. Oh no. Oh, God. Andy, why did you do this? Now you're giving... The Vore enthusiasts will hear of this. I know. Ah, yes. I know. Anywho. um, After picking himself up, Gallus just... They all go into the castle and see, oh, wow, the place is decorated nicely. And Smolder just says, ah, yeah, this is going to be goofy, ain't it? Like, uh, ponies are goofy at nature. Sorry, goofy in nature. And somehow she stumbles upon a tripwire activating a boulder which rolls down the hall almost crushing them. Oh no! And that's very dangerous. And on the border for this one, we get to see we we know now dressing as Peanuts. No, Snoopy. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, Snoopy. (laughs) The Red Baron. Yeah. So that was something where big giant boulder tried to destroy the students and uh sandbar just says that this is not normal this is not normal i i think we um should probably leave and Gallus just says that they're not up for this and yona is the one saying that ah come on this is fun we, we should just stay and just experience the madness while that is happening we see the shadowy pony figure go back to the school and it was twilight in disguise ah, telling you thought it was a hunchback but it was me twilight yeah. i just keep referencing that meme i don't know why because that meme is <laughs> awesome anything involving dio is just awesome but anywho um twilight just says okay the students are at the castle of the sisters going to learn some exciting stuff and twilight just tells uh, Pinkie Pie, uh, did you do the decorations for the Castle of Two Sisters? And what did I mention before? Twilight or Pinkie Pie? Oh, well. Twilight just asked Pinkie, did she decorate the castle? And Pinkie says yes, or got to note to decorate the castle. And here is where the chaos is going to happen because Twilight put up a note asking Pinkie Pie to decorate the castle. But there's no specific pony asked to do anything. So Rainbow Dash thought that it was her job to decorate the castle. But no, uh, it was Fluttershy. So let's just say that all of the teachers decorated the place with their own flair of madness. Uh, Pinkie Pie just put a lot of tricks and treats. Rainbow Dash do a lot of obstacle course. Fluttershy just put in animals in there, while Rarity put decorate the place with uh, the del- delicate silk 
drapes and Applejack put up some apple scented candles and this here is a bad time waiting to happen and with that everybody realized that there's a lot of danger going on there we probably should go check on the students you know what let's do so now so i'm gonna pause here so guys what do you think this is what I mean when I say that for the main for the student six to show their best, the main six seem to have to be at their worst. And that's not a great dynamic. They're students. What's wrong with one of the main six giving them a pep talk or helping them step aside as an aside for just a little bit? They don't have to steal the spotlight back. They just have to make a positive contribution. And that's not happening here because they've just put their students in physical danger. But with a lack of communication. Although I think Smolder of all is uh, is wisening up to this reality. Because she says, uh, we've been through worse trouble than this, right? Gallus replies, have we? Well, if we haven't, then we will eventually. <laughs> unspoken. Because our teachers are just dumb like that. <laughs> so here's the fun. Here's the weird thing. This is a visually fun comic. It's got a lot of great, it's got Andy Price's flair for expressions and background references. Nightmare Night is always a great visual treat. But it's all based on the main six incompetence. And that doesn't work for me. All right, understandable, understandable. And Tara, what about you? I really, I, I just like this. So, like, I like how they, like, so, uh, I can't even talk. Basically, someone took the words right out of my mouth. Because <laughs> it's like the main, the students are like going through all this just fine. Like, yeah, they're trying to survive, obviously, but they're looking at us in the bright way and how Smolder says, we've been through worse than this, right? And I know there's that thing where it's like, I know there's some shows and some movies where the teachers learn from the students. It's like, oh, I didn't know this and that, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, though, with miscommunication and whatnot, it's like, wait, we didn't go through this and stuff? It's like, well, you're the freaking teachers and now you're putting your students in danger. You're basically asking for a lawsuit here. And to add salt to the injury, uh, those students are representative of other nations. Exactly. If if they all, uh, quote-unquote, pass away, they're just going to start a war because the teachers put their students in danger, and then it's like, you did this to my child. We are now starting a war with you. Uh, to be honest, they're going to lose. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean... It's not. It's not that they don't have a a hippogriff or a giant Pokemon on their side. Oh yeah, true that, true that. But anywho, uh, carrying but, on. Right? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say to you that I like that. Um, throughout this the the pages again, there's the borders. Like we see the bat pony being in love with a normal bat, and then you got um the one where it's like where Twilight's like none of that should be there and then you see the at the bottom right where Rainbow Dash is like who is she dressed as and Flush are like not sure but it does ring a bell it's like ha huh, I get it <laughs> I, I got that reference <laughs> good job Captain America but anywho I'm gonna move on so we join back well, sorry can I just point out that maybe the cruelest little side gag is Luna whistling her way probably to the bathroom as she unravels a mummy's 
uh, bandages behind her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I know toilet paper is in high demand right now, but there are limits. Oh, oh my. Yeah. But there's the panel where, or the border where uh, Applejack is looking at a, under the costume of a pony and she finds nothing. So that's a good one. Well, I mean, it is Halloween. True, 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 true. So anyway, carrying on. We join back with the students as they explore the place and being scared of their wits because, well, the place almost tried to kill them. So they stumble stumble upon a room and check it out and it's full of cute fuzzy animals having snacks and whatnot. And we get to see a snake almost bloated with something. Let's just say that they are having a lot of fun. So they just hang out for a bit, thinking of the lesson that they're going to learn. And Ocellus activates a trap. And oh no, some guillotine, swinging guillotine comes dropping from the ceiling, almost killing everyone. The animals panic and, well... One of the guillotines caught a, whatchamacallit, drape and the candle lit on fire. Let's just say that it ain't a good time. So there's a lot of fire, everybody's in a panic, and Yona got bumped by some animals and it dropped some spiders. Ooh, spiders! And there's burning spiders everywhere now. And let's just say that this is terrifying. This is crazy. And Yona gets angry. Or this is how they put this. This is terrifying for everyone. And Smolder just says, uh, this is getting really scary, guys. What do we do? Yona replies, you feel fear? Then use it. And she just tells everyone that Silver, do you want to read the line? Yes, you feel fear, then use it. Fear is energy. Fear is encouragement. Yaks feel fear, but fear not your enemy. Fear make you want to move, make you want to do. Trick is to not let fear freeze you. Don't deny fear. Let fear give you strength. Strength to escape and defeat what you fear. Come on, friends. Don't give in to fear. Use your fear. Yes, use the fear. Welcome to the dark side. No, oh, Norman, what did I say? Cookies. But I'm going to pause here um, because I, I think this is a good pause point before we hit into more action. So, Tara, what do you think? Well, I do like how the main six, um, main six, the student six, uh, because in the first comic, uh, the first thing you see, oh my God, what's going to happen? And I just noticed right now that there's a pumpkin behind them. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> But then after it's like, oh, they're just all gathering around. But then once uh, Ocellus presses the button, they have pendulums swinging around. It's like, why wait, Why would you get that for your students? I mean, it's probably not going to hit them, but with the drapes and then it sets the fire, everything panics. And then, you know, it's, it reminds me of the um, the one episode, Castle Sweet Castle, where <laughs> once one thing happens, all of these, these chain reactions just start happening. Like, all these bad things start happening. But I... As all this is happening, I I, so, I still love what happens in the background, like with the one pony on the painting. He's looking up. He's like, oh, my picture frame is on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. 
And I and this one Easter egg, which I know Sybil will be proud of me for knowing this, with uh, Fluttershy wearing the shirt that says Bella. I'm probably gonna butcher this name by the way, but it says Bella Lugosi or Lugosi, where Yona's talking about uh, uh, feel f- feeling fear and stuff like that. Do you know what that reference is, Norman? Yeah, it's one of the vampires. Uh, I think the or- yes is the guy who played as Dracula in the. Um, Oh, I forget the name, but it was the guy who played as Count Dracula in the nineteen thirties. Um, I think so. Silver. Well, well done, well done, Torterra. Did I pass? You, you, you have pleased your your ancestors, Blue Bulbasaur. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh, that's gonna haunt me forever. We're talking about Halloween. Yep. <laughs> what well, we're coming up with your costume. <laughs> Oh, so my costume's a Bulbasaur then. Blue Bulbasaur. <laughs> I don't know if uh, it'll fit my size. Oh, trust me, these could be massive blue balls. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god! But before before I end, I like how Yona is like, "Oh, you feel fear," and it's like, "Fear is not your enemy." Fear is helping you do this and that. It's like, you know what? That's actually a pretty good lesson. Because usually when people hear fear, they think of, you know, oh, you got to run away, be scared. You know, it's like, no, you don't always have to do that. You can use it as strength and defeat your enemies with it. True. Isn't that the mantra of the Yellow Lantern? I think well, so. Ma- mantra for fear is that uh, they Yellow Lanterns are all about fear. Hmm. Wait, didn't Batman become a Yellow Lantern before? He was t- briefly... T- Chosen, yes. Because he struck fear to his enemies and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anywho, uh, thank you, Terra. Silva, what do you think? Well, if you want to know the, the Sinestro core mantra, in blackest day, in brightest night, beware your fears made into light. Let those who try to stop what's right burn like my power, Sinestro's might. Wow. Ain't he egotistic? Yeah. Well, speaking of egotists, Rainbow Dash. What were you thinking? Because <laughs> from the artwork, I I think I can safely say there is an edge to those guillotines. Guillotines. Uh, what is she thinking? Hey. This is madness. You gotta kill us all. Um. I I do find it kind of funny that Smolder is afraid of the situation. She's like, "What? Everything's on fire. I go swimming through magma." Yeah, but. In the current situation that she is in now, she's not thinking too straight. And yeah, yeah. And then there's Jonas pep talk, which is well done and a good message. I I mean, there is the Paul Atreides. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. <laughs> fear is the little death that brings total oblivion. I will allow my fear to pass through me and out of me. <laughs> I could do... I'm suddenly realizing how many how many mantras we have about uh, fear. <laughs> True that. But here's here's another curious thing. Mm-hmm. Yona has really become the prominent student in both the show and the comics. The real standout. Now, some ways I'm glad because it's nice to have a yak that's a positive influence. Goodness knows Rutherford <laughs> did enough damage on his mm-hmm. own. But I almost feel like now I'm I'm actually a little Yona out. I need to see the other students stepping up and being maybe the voice of reason or the or the guiding light for a change. Give Yona a little breather. And I don't know if we'll get that. Yeah, probably in the future. Season 10, maybe. Uh, but 
uh, anything more to add, Silver? Uh, let's see here. Basically, when they get out, there should be a lawyer present to have them either sign a waiver or press a lawsuit, whichever side he wants to be on. Oh, boy. Okay. Anywho, going to carry on. So, the current situation right now is bad, where everything's on fire and they need to escape. So, with that pep talk from Yona, Yona directs everyone to do things. She as she directs Smolder to put out the fire because she's immune to fire, and with the what you call this burning spiders, uh, Silver Stream flies up and snaps them away, like uh, swats them out. With the fire put out, the door is stuck and she can't break down the door. So it's up to Yona and Sandbar to smash the door. And I'm looking at this and thinking that, oh wow, there's some kind of feeling going to be happening soon enough. Ooh. Well, the couple that smashes together, okay, I won't face that <laughs> Hulk smash? Hmm. Anywho, so once the door is open, uh, they need to find a way to get the animals out of there. And yeah, they, they seem to uh, they seem to scared to get out. And Ocellus here thinks of a plan and once she found it, she transformed into Ah uh, God. Uh Sweetie Bot, please help me on this one. She's a that's not a word. T-Rex <laughs> With Fluttershy's cutie mark. I know. A, ret- a return from the Discord takes them through time arc. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's from Reflections, where Celestia and Star Swirl went into an alternate universe and there was a Flutter Rex yeah. waiting for them. Uh, yeah. Um, in all honesty, this irks me a bit because why Fluttershy? Why not a just proper dinosaur or T-Rex? But... I don't know. I just because love Fluttershy how they portrayed it in this piece where it's literally in the exact pose and with the banner referencing Jurassic Park. <laughs> Holy bleeping bleep, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas, what the uh, fudge. <laughs> well done. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so anywho, with that, all the animals ran out of their, like, their life matters, like before Disney doesn't. But anywho, with that, uh, they all ran out of the castle, and, well, they just are scared by some other traps and just breaks through, and they all crash out of the main door, where the main six are there to well, quote-unquote, saved the day, but eh, they were too late. But the students got out of there alive. And Twilight just asks, are you guys okay? We're sorry that we terrified you. And Gallus, being nonchalantly, just says, I'm scared of Pashfa. And the rest of the students look at him, wanting to kill him, just, yeah, wanting to kill him. And Gallus just says, oh, we're okay, just a little scared, nothing to be fret about. With that, Twilight just says, uh, it's awesome that 
you guys uh, overcome your fear and yeah overcome your fear Osiris just says mm, we didn't really overcome our fear exactly um, it moved us and whatnot like it was our motivator with that Twilight just says okay next year we're gonna make a better housewarming right what is their holiday my god I forgot Nightmare Nights a better Nightmare Nights where it won't kill you this time around and Silverstream says are you kidding that was great can we do it again tomorrow I think we need to put Silverstream in the same category as Cadence as Adrenaline Junkie quite possible yeah and with that the comic ends so Silver what do you have to say Final thoughts. I think Queen Chrysalis would be so proud of Ocellus, and yet at the same time, personally offended. For there's that trap scene where a chrysalis head on a spring pops out of the ground. And it is Ocellus with the most frightening, feral expression that punches her in the face saying, take that creepy monstrosity. <laughs> so there's a bit of the old changeling ferocity, which they, which they were known for. And... But it's directed at their queen, which I've got to think is cathartic for Ocellus in so many ways. True. I guess you just need the right push to get her feral. So Chris is like, I'm so proud I'll kill you, lass. <laughs> I feel like I've said everything I can say about this. It's fun, visually interesting, but at the same time, there's that undercurrent of the main six not living up to their roles as teachers. And Honestly, I feel like we saw that more than we saw them fulfilling it. And it becomes a frustration after a while. It's unfortunate, but true. Understandable, understandable. But at the same time, too, I feel like this comic here is the first time that we're seeing the students, right? In the comic, it was the debut for mm. them. Yeah, because it's my, it's my first time seeing them in a comic. Yeah. But still, it's one of those scenarios where uh, this is their first time, their first, what you might call this, uh, debut. So, a lot of leeway are given. But I'm going to save my thoughts for, well, when I, it's up to me. And Tara, what do you have to say? Well, yeah, that's pretty much what I said with my first impressions. I really like this comic. It has a lot of great funny moments. My one favorite moment was with the Jurassic Park reference, especially with, with the Fluttershy cutie mark. And I like how... Very much what Silver said with Ocellus punching the fake chrysalis in the face. It's like, take that, you monstrosity. Like, like I said, it's a, a lot of great moments. And even with the pictures in the background, like even at the end of the comic, we see Celestia wanting to go to Christmas Town. It's like, we're not even in Christmas yet. Isn't that a reference to another movie? Yes, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. This is Halloween. This is Nightmare Nights. Da 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 da. Oh, look, there's Sora. Sora? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anything more to add, Tara? No, that's pretty much right. it. And as for me, I it's been a while since I read the comics and it was a nice uh, comeback to read, especially uh, coming back to Andy Price's art. And there is... Um, I, I feel like a broken record when I say this, but... His art is just awesome. There's a lot of reference to pop culture. And this year, I bet this 
drawing this comic is a dream come true for him because if you guys don't know, Andy Price here is a big fan of um, classic monster movies, uh, especially from the early early 30s or early 50s, Silver? Uh, I'm not sure myself. I think early 50s. Yeah, so he is a big fan of uh, that era of monster movies. You can check it out on his DeviantArt or Instagram. It's there. You can see his inspiration. And it shows true here because he, all of the monsters that he drew, even uh, Sandbar's vampire look is based on... Bella, Bella, I cannot say word. Bella Golosi? <laughs> yeah, Bella Golosi. So, yeah. But besides that, I do like the motivational speech from Yona and the expression that he drew for Yona was, oh, this is just too good. Just too good. And yeah, overall, this is a fun read. This is a fun read. And with these main six, the teachers... Um, it's true what you said, Silver. They're just um, incompetent, yeah. to put it precisely. <laughs> yeah, mm. and this I I I even can't what you call this defend them on this one. Like they didn't they they all read the note, so that's good, and they all put up their teams for the castle but in all honesty I I have to put all the blame on Rainbow Dash on this one because if you think about it without the obstacle course it will just be a walk through the castle and it'll be a nice walk would you agree guys? Maybe a little yeah. startling in places but yes yeah yeah so in, in all honesty it, fun read and I can't wait to see what we get for next comic. Anyway, um, my final thoughts on this one. Catch, go, go read it. Check it out if possible and go read it. So, Silver, what are we going to... Well, uh, um, this is not fair because I haven't really told the guys what we're going to do for next week. So, next week probably is going to be something special that we haven't done before, depending on certain situations. And you know, honestly, when this comic, when this review comes out, we've already missed it. But uh, if things are going as planned, or if things go as planned, we might be doing the final for season nine live on stream and stuff. Ooh. So that's something different. So if this comes out before that, go check the VOD for. Um, what you gonna call this for rewinding stuff? I, I'm sure I'll put it up on the channel soonish. And I think what uh, if this goes through, uh, you'll be doing it on live on your channel, Silver. Yes, if we can get everything copacetti, we shall we shall stream on our channel, it, and it will be good and fun. And Yay! Gay. So. Uh, join us there and stuff. I, I have to speak in the past tense because this is oh man this is so confusing this is scary oh no <laughs> but anywho um, with that uh, I guess we should wrap things up so anyway uh, if you guys have any questions concerns or suggestions for the show you can contact us at theambitionsgmail.com 
You can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at Emir Show and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Silver, where can the good people find you? Well, you can find me at a multitude of places. You can find me on DeviantArt and Twitter under MLP Silver Quill. You can find me on the YouTubes. Do a search for Silver Quill or After the Fact Then I Shall Appear. You'll find me on Fridays uh, on both YouTube and Twitch streaming art projects along with guest stars and hosts. And you can find me on Equestria Daily on Wednesdays posting editorials and reviews. We're in a bit of a dry spell as the comics are on hold, but you never know what I might cook up in the meantime. Mm -hmm. True, true, true. Probably character analysts, uh, analytics. Analyst and probably what um stuff that he always do. I I've, I've always forget the naming thing that you do when the the ar- archetypes. Yeah, archetypes. Yeah, th- those are always fun. Have you done all of them? No, no, by no means. Yeah, see, there's <laughs> that there too. So just check it out when it's available. Yay! And Terrell, <laughs> where can the good people find you? Well, the good people can find me on Facebook, DeviantArt, Twitter, or YouTube under the name Tortero1324. Or they can just do a Google search and I'll be on all platforms, including my Patreon page and Kofi page, also under the name Tortero1324. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Go check it out, guys. And also, please subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. And Switch Radio and also like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on PonyLive.com. Links are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash mbsshow. With every support, you get a week's early access to review and discussion podcast, exclusive and deleted content. And a huge thank you from me. Talking about the thank yous, I would like to thank Lucky Knight, Amy, Jeffrey, Tristan, and also myself, Like, Thank you so much, guys. You are great. So anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. I am Cecile Vaquil. And I am the Torterra. And we'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the MBS Show. See ya. Hope this Halloween is a scream. <laughs> Uniquely timed ale sound effect. <laughs> oh, I got nothing to say after that, except bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, we. <laughs> and with that, we finished the recording. Yay. Oh man! Yay indeed! I can't wait to try out what we're gonna do next week. It should be fun. Should be very exciting. Yep, something new. All we need is the information, the go ahead from Babscon, and the key to where we can. Oh stream. no! Yes. Silver spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> but you were talking to you were talking about. Yeah, it. but I didn't say where yeah, and what. But yeah, he didn't mention where we were doing it. <laughs> Don't you think you should? Well, like, well, you can edit that out. No, no post. problem, man. Like, nobody really catches this last part out. <laughs> uh, it's people. F- it's for the people who are dedicated to the very end. So yeah, we are going. Well, we were going. For, we streamed. Oh, if it did happen, we stream on. Okay, now I don't. Now I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, what are I, we doing? See, I, I have to remind people that this is the past tense because when. This comes out. We already did the uh, review on BabsCon. See, this. Well, then I can't spoil <laughs> it because it's already happened. I know, right? This is a long outro. <laughs> anyway, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>